This is a sponsored episode of Datebook presented by Yerba Buena Center for the Arts. In the last 20 years, gun violence has been a consistent fixture in American society. Ten local artists and collectives are repurposing firearms collected in San Francisco. Most of the people involved have been affected by senseless gun violence. YBCA, in collaboration with the Robbie Pobletti Foundation and United Players, are showing the transformation of weapons into symbols of hope and healing in the art of peace. It's a group exhibition of sculptural artworks made from dismantled firearms. It'll be on view at YBCA's second floor gallery from July 23rd through August 25th. I'm King Kaufman. On this episode of Datebook presented by Yerba Buena Center for the Arts, I'll talk to one of the artists in the exhibition, Sung Hui Mo. We'll also visit with Deborah Cullinan, the CEO of YBCA. First up, I want to welcome two of the people behind the project. Patty Navalta Pobletti is a Bay Area journalist. She's the editor of San Francisco Magazine, and she founded the Robbie Pobletti Foundation in honor of her son, who was killed by gun violence in Vallejo in 2014. He was 23. Patty, welcome. Thank you. And Rudy Valentino from United Players. That's a violence prevention and youth development organization he founded in 1994. United Players provides youth with a safe and positive environment in which to grow. Rudy, thanks for being here. Yee-yee. I thought Rudy Valentino would be silent, but I guess not. <laughs> Patty, let's start with you. Tell me about the art of peace. Where did the guns come from? Well, for this particular exhibit, the guns came from the gun buyback uh, that the United Players held in partnership with San Francisco Police Department. We were one of the partner organizations as well as other community organizations. But every Art of Peace exhibit that has happened um, is a result of dismantled firearms that were collected through gun buybacks in that particular city. So there have been others. Yes. Tell me about those. Well, I started the foundation in 2017. Um few years after my son was was killed by gun violence, I knew that I wanted to get as many unwanted firearms out of circulation as possible. I didn't want to stop there. I wanted the message to be about transformation and hope. And I got this idea of um, obtaining the metal after the guns were dismantled and then redistributing them to artists. Because if you could imagine, these weapons were made for the sole reason of, of causing harm. So if you dismantle that and repurpose it so that it's, it's um, built to raise awareness, to inspire, to um, to touch someone's heart, then that was the message I had because I was in a very dark place myself. I was feeling like I was a victim of destruction and I needed to emerge and transform much like these guns have been repurposed. And my son at the time he was killed was learning how to weld. He was also collecting metal to create art. And that's where the idea came from. Rudy, uh, who and what are United Players and, and what's your role in all this? So uh, first, I just want to say thank you for having us on here and to be on this with Patty. She's uh, magnificent. You know what I mean? Anytime that we uh, we connect us on a spiritual level mm -hmm. for a bigger purpose. And so United Players is a violence prevention organization that originated 25 years ago from gun violence and gang violence. And so it started at a high school in San Francisco, Balboa High School, one of the most notorious schools back in 94 that the kids came together because they was tired of the senseless violence. And we sat in a room just like this, and the kids came with all the answers to the solution of stopping the violence. So 25 years later, our organization is back in this neighborhood where I'm born and raised in District 6, around the corner from where we at, where I've been a survivor of gun violence. I done caught a case around the corner right here in the alley. I was sharing with you earlier, Sonia, about, you know, I used to run a newspaper route right here and 
you know, those gangs around this neighborhood. Yeah. I was and a part of that lifestyle. For our listeners, our neighborhood that we're sitting in right now is at Fifth and Mission downtown. Yeah. South of Market, District 6, straight money, Mac and murder back in the days. And so I was a part of that lifestyle. And so being a part of United Players 20, 25 years later is about preventing violence, senseless violence, and, uh, and partnershiping with magnificent people like Patty, who's on the same page as us of ending violence, period. How does art work? I'll, I'll let either of you answer. How does art work address gun violence? Well, there, our foundation has three programs. There's the gun buyback, which is to get as many unwanted firearms off the streets as possible. There's Art of Peace, which repurposes that metal. And the third one is um, what we call work in progress, where we create career pathways for at-risk and high-risk individuals. So a lot of it is putting them through building trades, um, commercial driving, so that there is an alternative lifestyle to crime, you know, where people have lifelong job skills. Art, when I was creating or designing um, our foundation's programs, I thought would be the least impactful. I it was really an homage to what my son was doing, uh, which was repurposing metal for art. But what I found when we unveiled the first art of peace, it was it, the power of these pieces was um, was unimaginable. People came to that exhibit. A lot of them came just to kind of criticize, you know, gun lovers who were criticizing our message. And they left in tears because what they see are these beautiful pieces of art. And you don't realize until you walk closer to it that these are actually pieces of metal from a gun that could have killed someone. Mm. And a lot of the, the firearms that we use, it's not just from gun buybacks. I have a, um, a unique contract with a private firm that destroys destroys firearms from throughout the whole state. These are guns that have been adjudicated. So these are firearms that were directly used for homicides and violent crime. And now it's a beautiful bird. It's a beautiful mm. butterfly. It's a tree, you know, and to realize that coming in that, wow, these are instruments of destruction and now they're instruments of hope is, is a is very powerful. And what I learned after the first exhibit was it's very hard to talk about gun violence without going from it going from zero to 100. It's very political. But when you're able to move the heart through a piece of art, then you're able to shift the mind. And that's how I'm going about it. You have to move someone emotionally before you can begin to have that dialogue. You mentioned, Patty, uh, people coming into the exhibition to protest it, to, to argue because they're pro-firearm and walking away with a very, very different reaction. Can you talk about that a little bit, describe one? Sure. There there was a man who came to our first exhibit. Actually, I did a show with him for um, for another channel. He is an NRA card-holding man with numerous uh, assault weapons, um, and he came specifically to, to criticize what we were doing. And uh, when he came and saw the beautiful pieces of art, I, uh, he, he was walking... Um, past each piece, and I explained to him the stories behind each piece. One of them, Sung Wei Mu, who is in this exhibit, was also in the first exhibit, her fiancé, and I know she will tell the story, but she had just lost her fiancé to gun violence. She made that piece of art in grief, in very raw grief. And what she created, you can pull the pain and you can pull the hope from that. There was another um, Iranian immigrant who fled the country because of the political turmoil, he and his friends, only to be met with gun violence in New York City. He lost his friends coming to America, even though they sought refuge from, from this violent country. And when I was able to explain each of the stories behind those pieces of art to this man who came specifically to criticize 
exercises, he he walked away with a better understanding. I'm not trying to take his guns away. I'm trying to get as many unwanted firearms off the streets as possible. The gun that was used to kill my son was obtained illegally. After they used it to kill him, they resold it on the streets and it was used on another crime. And it will continue to circulate until that person and that weapon is confiscated and arrested. And so that's what I'm trying to address, not um, impinging on someone's Second Amendment right, but getting as many unwanted firearms off the streets as possible. So he now is one of our biggest supporters in terms of donations, attending our events, um, being a spokesperson for us, and he is an NRA card-holding member. Wow, you just gave me goosebumps. <laughs> Told you, man. So it, there is not a uh, political aspect to the project and this exhibition? How is it political to save lives? You know, if you're a Republican, are you any less for saving your neighbor's child or your own child? That to me, that's the part I don't understand. To politicize a human life is ridiculous. Yeah, I don't see the politics in it. We are nonpartisan. We are, we're pro-keeping people alive. Yeah. Hey, can I just say this, though? When a bullet leaves the chamber, it doesn't care, man, if you're a Republican, you're a Democrat, you're young, you're old, you're black, white, or peppermint stripe. It doesn't matter. When it comes out of that chamber, it's going to destruct and kill anything in its path. I'm not against the Second Amendment. I never have been. I understand we live in a real world, but I am against senseless gun violence. And I know for a fact that you got a lot of people on the streets who are, you know, mentally incapable of carrying guns. You got domestic violence. You got people who's mad because they losing their job who come back to their job and start just smacking everybody up in the room. So these are the type of gun violences that we feel that we can end. I used to break into cars and houses. We used to look for money, jewelry and guns. And those same guns I used to take would be the guns that I would go around the different neighborhoods and pull the trigger. If I can add one thing, because there, I know you get it a lot. You've been doing it a lot longer than I have. But um, there's a lot of critics uh, uh, when it comes to gun buybacks. You know, are they efficient? What do they really do? How do you quantify uh, the impact? You know, and that's hard to do because you never know how many lives you're saving by Come getting on. one gun off the streets. But I want to tell one story because... It is no questions asked, just like um, Rudy's gun buybacks in San Francisco. But there was one man who came with his daughter. His son was diagnosed, and he offered this story himself. We don't ask questions, but his son was diagnosed with schizophrenia. He was cleaning his room out and found this assault weapon sandwiched under his mattress. And even the Vallejo Police Department said, this is the same assault weapon that we used to train our SWAT team with. He was able to obtain that assault weapon off the Internet. And the father was so afraid because his son is schizophrenic. He was going to literally throw it in the river. And his daughter said, no, there's a gun buyback. I saw a flyer. And how many lives did we save, you know, by having this um, forum where people can responsibly surrender a firearm? And, And that's very difficult to quantify. But I know that if a gun is taken off the streets and surrendered, that probability of it being stolen and used to kill someone goes to zero. That's undeniable. And no one can argue that point. Amen. All right. Rudy, Patty. Thanks for coming by. Thank you so much. Next up, we're going to talk to one of the artists, Sunghui Mo. She is from Taiwan. She came to the United States 14 years ago. She's a citizen now. She was a Muni art featured artist in 2018. So you may have seen her art on the buses and streetcars. And this year, she's a winner in the United Airlines Her Art Here contest, which means her art is on the exterior of a 757. Sunghui Mo. Welcome. Hi. Tell me about your piece in this project, The Art of Peace. 
Uh, this piece is an outer piece. It's my second time participate Art of Peace project, cause my former partner he was a victim of gun violence. So this piece is like reflect on my, myself, my life, and I want to dedicate to him to honor his life, to celebrate his life. So it's uh, this piece is about cross cultural. I want to represent. Using those transform those gun parts to build a organ, like the, in the church, those、mm -hmm. organ music instrument.、Mm. And with my Chinese her heritage, I put like incense and rice to build it looks like a shrine.、Mm. So, I because I want to make the piece to make let him go to the better place. And、uh, because when my first art of peace project. I have some feedback.、Mm -hmm. Like there was a woman, she has tear in her eyes, and she talked to me. Her son was a victim of gun violence, and my piece touching her heart, and that's why keep giving me the、uh, feel to let me want to do art to inspire more people, to encourage people to stand up. When I go see the art of peace and I see your art there, what would you like me to take away from it? What What do you want to say to me? So I want people realize, like understanding, as a victim's family, how I feel or how this tragedy affect people's life. It's not only the person who lost their life in the gun violence. It's a whole family. It's a whole community. Or this whole society.、Mm -hmm. So I want to do those art to let people awareness of Balea and do some positive change. Just being a nice person, do something good every day. Okay, Sangwei Mo, thanks for coming in talking about your art. Thank you. Sangwei Mo will be showing more art in a similar vein at San Francisco City College next March and April. The exhibition will be called "Good Die Young." Deborah Cullinan is the CEO of Yerba Buena Center for the Arts. She's a leading thinker on the role arts organizations can play in shaping the social and political landscape. Deborah, welcome to Datebook. Thank you for having me. How did Yerba Buena Center for the Arts become involved in the Art of Peace project? You know, at YBCA, we take really seriously the role that we play in civic life and the life of our community. Uh, and、um, I have had the good fortune of having a long-time partnership and, and relationship with Rudy and the team at United Players.、Uh, think that they are one of the most important organizations right now operating in the city. And you know, Rudy's been working around issues related to violence and youth violence and gun violence. And we、um, had a conversation about this extraordinary woman, Patty,、uh, and the work that she's been doing.、Um, You know, looking at how to help people think differently about、um, weapons, frankly, and to me, this is exactly the role that an art center should play. We're at the center of downtown San Francisco, and we can be a place that brings together all kinds of different people around issues that we care about. And we believe that any issue that matters is going to be moved forward much more quickly if we start with artists. What is that role for an arts organization? How does this exhibition、uh, demonstrate that role? Yeah, I, I mean, I think that the role of the art center in its community is really rooted in the idea that we are uniquely situated to start conversations around creativity and imagination, to get to really di difficult, really complex questions through nuance. 
right? If you ask an artist to look at questions around violence, they're going to open your mind and your heart in ways that you wouldn't um, experience if you started with a policy, you know, or if you started with the partnerships, right? So to me, it's very much about opening our hearts, opening our minds, being a center for dialogue and conversation, being a place where really different perspectives can mash up so that we can move beyond. Guns are a big political issue. It's almost like a third rail at times in American politics. Uh, How much of a risk is it for an arts organization to make statements about guns? You know, frankly, I think it's a risk for us not to. I, I think that we have an obligation to have a point of view. And I think any arts organization that suggests that they're a neutral place is not acknowledging their own power, privilege, and politics. And so for us, it's not a risk at all. It's a risk if we don't. Is this an art exhibit for gun control advocates? What if uh, someone is pro-Second Amendment and pro-guns and come, walks into this uh, exhibit? What are they going to think? Yeah, I think that's a fabulous question. I think, again, to, to, to the point around having a point of view, the exhibition is, you know, most of the artists in the exhibition are looking at gun control um, and through in various ways, very artfully advocating for it. But not all of them. Some of them are really looking to find that balance between, um, you know, owning guns and being responsible with them. Now, given that the exhibition does have a point of view, I think for the most part, it doesn't mean that it can't spark dialogue. In fact, the programs around it, the context we place it in, it's all about bringing together diverse perspectives. Is it uh, a safe place to do that in San Francisco? Can this exhibit travel? Could it be done in Texas? That's a really good question. Yeah. I think that it it isn't so much about the exhibit. It's about how you contextualize it. And I want to believe that we can have hard conversations no matter where we are in the country if we contextualize them and if we take into account different beliefs, different values, different life experiences and perspectives. Okay. Deborah Cullen and the CEO of Yerba Buena Center for the Arts, thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. Art of Peace is free and open to the public July 23rd through August 25th at YBCA, located at 701 Mission Street in San Francisco. Thanks for listening to this sponsored episode of Datebook, presented by Yerba Buena Center for the Arts. <laughs>